Hello everyone and welcome back to an exciting sandbox podcast brought to you by Openly Beta. I'm Jack. And I'm Jamie. Oh, you did it. We didn't even plan that, everyone. Wow. Um, wow. So we're going to be talking about games, movies, alcohol and the likes. Jamie, why don't you start us off by telling us what you're going to be drinking today? Um, so today I'm drinking Arabella. Ooh. It's a wine. Does she mind? I uh, I think you'll know exactly who I sent a picture of the wine to as soon as I found it. Was it our friend of the same name by any chance? Oh yeah. I can't even remember Minecraft server tools. I can't actually remember the upcoming Slavario video. Oh sorry, I completely overtalked you. Then do you want to say that again? That's fine. Oh, I just said featured in Minecraft server tools and the upcoming Slavario video. Hey, you can carry on. I think uh, the last like three messages that I've sent her have just been pictures of things that have Arabella on. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's that. It's fun stuff. It's really uh, good. What though. kind of wine is it? It's a red wine, uh, and I um, I opened it yesterday, so I put it in the fridge last night. So I'm drinking it cold. So it's just so it kind of like gives me that sangria vibes. Because you're not going to have red wine cold, but sangria yeah. you can. It's, it's the law. Well, it's 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 a hot life at the moment, so I why not? Possibly describe to you anything to do with the tasting notes of wine, but I will say that is it is thirteen and a half percent, and it is a actually pretty bloody good wine. How would you know that, Jamie? You're no connoisseur. I bought this from <laughs> Naked Wines, uh, the website. Fair? And we got a £75 off voucher. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> pretty That is intense. not too shabby. Uh, Man. They give them out quite, like, often. We just Willingly. received it in the post, so. Yeah. yeah. And now you're wasting it on Sandbox. Wasting it on Sandbox. What are you drinking? We should get my, we should get my girlfriend's dad on. He is an absolute wine connoisseur. I am <laughs> drinking Amaretto and Coke. But oh, the nice. Coke is like oh, uh, Sainsbury's own Coke. But you know, got to love amaretto. So it's very delicious. It's almondy, bit of like liquid marzipan, and I love it. It's probably my like favorite drink. I that's probably like my like my one of my favorite drinks just to have neat. It's so I can't stop drinking it. I get very drunk on it very quickly. Bit of ice, little glass, <sighs> delicious. Can't go wrong. I'm just picturing uh, your girlfriend's dad. Um, being invited on Sandbox where it's like oh yeah we talk about um, wine and beer and all that and he's like oh yeah and he gets on there's like five minutes of, oh, five minutes man. of talking about what we're drinking and it's like right so um, Mr. Mr. Dad um, <laughs> Mr. What, what is your what is your opinion on E3 oh, this year what, what are you excited for the day he finds out about Open Beer is the day I flee the country he doesn't, know, he doesn't know about openly beta. Oh, he doesn't know about openly beta. He doesn't. I'm sure he'd be. I'm sure he'd be pleasantly surprised by my okay. side gig <laughs> and our loyal following. We right, Jamie, shall we get Roy into the news? Do you, um, do you want to go first? Go on then. I don't really have news, but I've got um, I've got games that have released. Go for it then. So, uh. I'm going to start with Jamie's favourite section. It's called uh, Remasters. Yahoo! 
Jamie loves a remaster. As long as they're so, the definitive edition. The what, what, what? Go for it, I'm sorry. I, I should have interrupted you. I was being That's silly. fine, I was just intrigued by if you predicted what I was going to say, but I don't think you did. So we just missed out on this last week, but uh, Saints Row the Third remastered. Yes. It is actually a remaster. It's actually pretty awesome, yeah. <laughs> Are you happy to hear that it's actually a remaster? They didn't use the word remaster and then make something that's anything but a remaster. Yeah, but not it's it's not it's not like a remaster in the crap way. It's like no, yeah. it's a remaster in oh, they actually put effort in. Hmm. It's it's a surprisingly good remaster. When I heard that I thought, oh that's that's gonna be rubbish. That's gonna be a cash grab. Apparently not. It's got um I'm gonna I'm gonna just read directly off of this copy and paste it right here. <laughs> it's got carefully updated, more detail rich artwork, a totally revamped lighting model, a switch to physically based rendering, temporal anti aliasing, upscaling and a profound improvement in performance. Huh. It can even play at sixty frames per second on an Xbox One X. You would bloody you hope to get so, much better you? than this. <laughs> Yeah, oh, no, it actually looks really good. Yeah, mm. and I used to love Saints Row the Third. That was a game I used to play frequently with uh, a friend of mine at school online, and we had absolutely amazing times on it. It was a lot of fun. Never played really it. Stupid game. Oh, it's it's so stupid. It's one of those games where I'm pretty sure my parents were like, "Oh no, you're too young for Grand Theft Auto." Mm. Have this, have this like right. silly knockoff version. Little did they know, yeah. it's far worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it, it gets insanely stupid and off off the rails, but but I like it a lot. It's fun. My mum, it, it's really it's really interesting how um, GTA has this huge it's huge bad reputation amongst parents mm. these days who don't who generally people who don't play games, and it's mm. like people who don't play games tell the people who don't play games, oh, GTA is the boogeyman. Um, yeah, and it definitely. You shouldn't play it like if you're a kid, for sure. I'm not, I'm not suggesting no, that it's... kids play it too young. I yeah. think, but yeah, I'm not suggesting that you should play it as a kid. But it's really interesting because um, anything else seems to be game. Um, my mum was like, um, "Joe's really interested in getting Red Dead Redemption Two. It looks alright. What do you think?" Like, no, what? No, <laughs> like, as like I said, this is a like super gritty realistic cowboy game where you play as the bad guy doing yeah. horrible things to people often good yeah. people and it's made by the people who made GTA as it's well not the one. and it's like oh oh god never mind <laughs> yeah we should have a show where we uh, tell parents what games their kids can play <laughs> yeah for me I think as a kid it was it was Heavy Rain and Grand Theft Auto the two games that were off the table. Heavy Rain's a weird one. To... It, it was. It was because... Um, who was it? It was like a cousin or someone had a bad experience with it. So my mum was like, nope. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, quite, it's quite specific and personal. But, um, okay, okay. I mean, there are other things like like Call of Duty. I, I, had to, I had to wait a while until I was allowed it. But I was allowed it before I was 18, obviously. Um... Destroy All Humans, I think I had to do a bit of wearing down, but then she decided it looked cartoony enough that it was fine. Stuff like that. I was 
um, pretty lucky, really, because <laughs> my mum, I I managed to we managed, I managed to convince her to get, for uh, let me play Call of Duty in like mm. year eight, I think, because she said about the same. As long as you can't, she said, as long as you don't play the campaign. Um, which because of the terrorist yeah, mission she would never have known anyway so I did but uh, because of the terrorist mission yeah um, yeah I think I said that I skipped it and then I didn't yeah yeah exactly what I did um, but also that that kind of opened the floodgates to other games because it got to the point where uh, due to my parents being split um, they, <laughs> oh no they were, they you, were, you didn't use that against them did you there was no not at all um, like well dad lets simply, me play Call of Duty no not at all it was just simply my dad let me play all these games and watch all these <laughs> yeah. all these like um, gory movies and it got to the point where I was like mum I'm not even funny like, obviously, obviously <laughs> I, I didn't say it like that because I was a child right but, <laughs> 8 year old Jamie but I was, mom, I'm, not being, I'm not having a laugh here I'm not having a laugh mum no but it was something like that and I was like you know I've seen I've played all these games now <laughs> I might, you might as well just let me have them at this point so that was what did oh, it for yeah. me. Yeah. I felt my parents were pretty pretty perfectly balanced the leniency to to non leniency, whatever I'm trying to say. But not divorced. They had they had pretty good judgment. Yeah. Um next bit of news. <laughs> Pass that. Bioshock the collection. Hmm. Um on Switch, right? On Switch, released uh, tomorrow if you're listening to this on Spotify, and last Friday if you're watching us on YouTube. And also Borderlands the collection at the same time, I think. Oh really? I didn't actually know that. I think they're both uh, both published by Take Two. I think not Take Two, Two K. Yes, they are, and Two K doing a few, so I think that makes sense. Um, yeah, this looks good. I mean, it, it apparently runs very well, and it's all three games on switch so sure but the thing that i'm most excited about is it's 40 pound for all three games plus all single player dlc hmm. i mean is yeah is that multiplayer it specifies single player dlc but i don't think any bioshock game has multiplayer i bet you in like bioshock 2 which was at the height of like adding on There's random multiplayer, multiplayer modes mode. Yeah, there probably is, in fairness. I never owned Bioshock 2, so yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually considering getting it, because I haven't played the first two Bioshock games in ages, and I love Infinite. <laughs> and, I don't know, playing it mobile kind of appeals to me. I think... And I just really appreciate the price point. That's not very Nintendo of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's fine. I mean, it's it's kind of like... That that's just the correct pricing, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I think it should be. Yeah, I, I think any lower would be reasonable. Any higher would be pretty unacceptable. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, hmm. cool. My final uh, tidbit of news. Actually, I'll give you one more tiny tidbit after this. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons released yesterday for us. Yeah. Twenty uh, sixth of May for our listeners or viewers, um, and it's apparently good. So that looks pretty cool. It actually looks pretty fun. It Does looks actually. like a, a just a lighter take on you know Diablo sort of thing. Um, yeah, I always find Minecraft spinners spinners spin offs <laughs> kind of pointless. 
like Minecraft Story Mode. Oh, in fact, that's the only example I have. Um, because why wouldn't I just want to play Minecraft where I can do whatever I want? If I'm going to play a story mode of a game, I'd rather it be set in a more compelling world than Minecraft, which has no real lore. But Minecraft Although, Dungeons looks cool. Yeah, I, it looks... I had that opinion with story mode. I was like, that just sounds yeah. awful. I think that was just not a very well-made game, or yeah. at least pretty badly written, which is obviously a problem. But yeah. I mean, I have no, I had no interest in the story of Minecraft because, like you said, mm. there is no story. Um, but a Diablo-esque game—that mm. sounds a lot more appealing, for sure. It does look cool. It looks like it'd be good for a um, for a completionist like me. It looks like there's a lot of collecting and secret areas and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it does look good. It, it, the, Minecraft's got a very appealing aesthetic somehow. I think it's just because it's become so iconic. So it's quite fun to see a dungeon crawler where, I don't know, it's just fun to see Minecraft blocks with, like, realistic physics and stuff. It's just quite appealing to look at. Yeah. And I think Minecraft does kind of have a dungeon crawler feel to it sometimes when you're going mining. So I think there's already some sort of connection there in my brain. Yeah. It looks good. And the tiny news, do you want to hear it, Jamie? Go on then. Tabs, otherwise known as Totally Accurate Battle Simulator, has just unveiled the Wild West update. I saw that! Yeah, that looks <laughs> so good! I thought you'd love that. It looks it looks hilarious, as always. It looks Yo, really fun. I keep fun. forgetting to play Tabs. I love Tabs. <laughs> yeah, it's, we should play it again. It's got, um, it's got guys dressed as cacti, which just look hilarious and really <sighs> OP. Like, they tank everything. <laughs> Um, it's got some like Calamity Jane, like you know, cowboy women who like throw dynamite and stuff. Oh, that's awesome! Uh, some kind of mining prospectors who do massive area of attack damage with pickaxes. It's got these bank vault guys where there's two guys holding the bank vault and they just lob it, <laughs> and then like money explodes out of it and does loads of damage. And then it's got these like gunslinger guys, which are my absolute favourites. They hold they they dual dual wield guns, so they've got two guns in each hand. So they're holding four <laughs> pistols, and they just shoot shoot at the sky rapidly, and then the bullets rain down on your on your units, and there's no way of defending against it. Like samurai can't deflect because it comes from above, and then they just like spin all four guns really fast to reload, and then just do it again. Like it's stupid. Um, yeah, like the Wild I mean, West used to be. Just like the Wild West, just like Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, there's probably more units, but yeah, it, it looks it looks really fun and funny. And that's my final tidbit. Over so, to you. I've got I've got I've got. A, I've got th- uh, well, I've actually got four things for you now. I've added two Ooh. things onto my list actually because I've four forgotten each. some stuff. The first Go one, I'm gonna just throw it out right now. We shouldn't talk mm. about it because it's not game related. Um, okay. But. Um, we were talking about this before we started filming. Um, yeah. Elon Musk um, and NASA. So SpaceX and NASA. Um, yep. Launching, um, it's called like Dragon Crew or something, um, mm. up into space. And it's the first manned SpaceX mission. Uh, it just got cancelled. <laughs> like What, just now? Just now, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about it 20 minutes ago and it got cancelled already. I had the... Um, I, I've I've had the stream on in the background just because I wanted to check it out. Got cancelled. Oh, just Elon. now. 
Um, it's because of weather conditions. Apparently, there was a forty percent chance that it wasn't going to happen, and uh, lo and behold, it didn't. <laughs> oh yeah, they said they're they're rescheduled into Saturday at three twenty-two p.m. I'm definitely going to watch that. It would be much more ironic if it got cancelled because one of them got coronavirus on the actual shuttle itself. Slide oh, whistle. Can you imagine if one of them had coronavirus and they didn't know, and they just went up to the International Space Station? It's like, well, that would be space ideal. Space is infected now. I just got to self isolate outside. Outside, yeah. It's the most Tom Cruise, best, best um, isolation ever. Uh, right, moving on. Moving um, on swiftly. There was one more um, remaster announced that you um, didn't include. Missed, now, yeah. It, it not, you might not necessarily missed it because I truly can't remember whether this was last week or this week. Um, <laughs> it's also just been cancelled. It's, <laughs> um, it's Mafia 1, 2 and 3. Ooh. And this is... This is a real gear grinder it's almost like they they watched sandbox and they listened to me <laughs> moan about remasters yeah and they were like hey we can make this so much more complicated let's do that yeah so get ready for this they don't all come out at the same time i okay. believe you can buy them all in one package but you can't play them all because they're not all out yet I believe. Interesting. So, okay, here's how it is. So, Mafia Three came out like two years ago on current gen consoles. Yeah. So you can't remaster it. It's on the same <laughs> yeah. console, right? So yeah. they're not calling it. Uh, it's not. The, the, I think all three of them as a bundle is is it's called Maf- the Mafia Definitive Collection or something, right? Yeah, definitive edition. So that's that's that. That's the first layer of complication. Complication two. Mafia 3 isn't called a remaster because, of course, it's on PS4 already. It's not yeah. called a remake, uh, for obvious reasons. It's called a reintroduction. Well, at least they're not wrongly using the word remaster, like your pet peeve. So they're literally just saying... It's just... It's not. It's just Mafia Three. It's just Mafia Three. That's really funny. They should and call it Mafia Three colon again. <laughs> it's like, it's they're not changing. They, they 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 if they're changing anything, it'll be like minor UI things only. It's literally the same game again. So Jamie, you've missed out the best part of this, unless you're about to go on to the best part. I'm going. I mean, I'm probably going to. Is it to do with Mafia still? Yes. Okay, continue. Mafia 2... Yeah. ...is a remaster... Yeah. ...in the more, like, kind of the... Traditional sense ...usually shitty sense. Yeah. Mafia 1 is a remake. (laughs) It's everything in one big package. What an absolute... ...complete mess of a message... Yeah, it's really funny. And I mean, at least they're calling it Definitive Edition and not, like, oh, Mafia Remastered. So we've got Definitive Edition, Remastered, Remake, and now a new contender, Reintroduced. Reintroduced. 
Do you think they're going to start doing that with all games? They're just going to re-release games that came out a year ago. They're already doing that. Introduced at the end. They're already doing that. It's called Game of the Year Edition. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But Jamie, another tidbit that you did actually still miss. Okay, okay. Is that the Mafia Two Remaster is being released first? I was uh, I was actually about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> The Mafia remake isn't ready. Nope. So the Mafia 1 remake is coming out after the Mafia 2 remaster. Yeah. And then they're doing Mafia 3 because it's just come out too recently anyway. I don't know how you can actually possibly... You can't get excited about that. Like, man, I don't I don't get they're it. Literally, they're literally doing it Star Wars style. They're doing the second one first. Yeah, yeah. Then the first one, then the third one. I don't... It's really confusing because that's just messy. I, ha- I hate it. We're going to move just on. Just remastered that. the first one. For I now. freaking hate it, and we're going to move mm. on. So the next thing, this is this is uh, it's about Xenoblade Chronicles. All right, I'm going <laughs> to just throw that out there. All right, it's and, about Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, it's a small thing, I guess. Mm. I does it warrant a conversation? Maybe. Who knows? But there's a lot of hoo-ha because um, the, someone dug into the config files of the game and they yeah. found out what the resolution was. Um, it has, has a dynamic resolution, uh, like most games do these days. Yeah. Um, in, so it has the exact same profile as Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Meaning... The lowest resolution it can go to is 376p. The highest it can go to in handheld yep. mode is 504p. It's not the highest P in the world. And in docked, the minimum is like 560p and the maximum is 720 and so, it begs the question, <laughs> firstly, they definitely cocked it up, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. The the Wii version ran at 480p. Yeah. Now, the game looks better, right? It looks a lot better than the Wii version. Yeah. But in an interview... It's basically, hey, you know, you know how we love our remaster stuff again. It's like a one, it's like a a, a remaster 1.5. It's somewhere between, it's between remaster and remake in that they redid a lot of models, but it is still the same game because if you run it side by side, it is identical. So it's like, it's like more on remaster than a remake. Yeah. 376p, man. <laughs> it's not the best, James. A lot of people were defending it's small this. small peas. And being like the reason I'm, the main reason I bring this up, a lot of people on the internet were defending mm. it and being like oh, resolution isn't everything, you know, what were we expecting? 4K 60 on a handheld? Don't be ridiculous. Like, like, no, no, I was expecting the bare minimum. It's like, no one, no <laughs> one's saying that, right? But someone on that thread pointed out, it's like, yeah, but where did you draw the line? 
do you is is like 144p at 10 frames per second acceptable Literally, i was gonna say yeah and it's just yeah it's just kind of like if the system can do better why not try for better the and the, the frustrating thing is they looked into it and there's actually a really easy fix to it as well and they oh, basically really? they they didn't turn up some frequency clock. i don't want to go into that though the yeah. the main thing is i played zimbabwe chronicles <laughs> they, they 2 did, they didn't they didn't drag the 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 resolution button slightly higher it's actually kind of exactly what they did though um <laughs> But there's a slider that says resolution. They had it on low. No, the, the switch. There's has, your problem. Well, it basically is that though. the switch has um, <laughs> has different profiles for the mm. frequency of the GPU clock, and mm. they had it. that's currently on the same setting as you would do for a 2D indie game. Mm. So yeah, they're gonna have. It's gonna look shit. But I I played Xenoblade Chronicles two, and some people said. Oh, in the action, in the moment, you don't notice it. I'm telling you now, this is this is Sandbox official. Yes, you can freaking tell when it goes <laughs> to 376p. My God, it looks yeah. utterly horrible. Like, there, it was so depressing. Like, it doesn't happen that often, but it always mm. happens at the worst times when it's like, all right, guys, you know, I've I've built up my ultimate combo move. This yeah. is sick. This is gonna oh, some epic gonna happen. Actually, see what's going on now. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, that's 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 noticeable. Like that, that's not <laughs> it's not like slightly lower. That's pretty unacceptable in this day and age. It's it's lower than standard res. It's it's, it's yeah, sub yeah. SD. Like what the? F- that's not okay. It's it's you know. Defined definitively, definitive edition. It's definitively poor resolution. I just had, I had to say that. Um, yeah, and we're going to move on from that. I had to get that out of my system. Let's do it. This is one that I want. Okay. I want to. Tenet had a second trailer. What do you think of it? Oh, it did have a second trailer. It looks good. Um, I I will watch anything with Robert Pattinson in it, and it's got um. Oh, I'm going to kick myself for forgetting his name. John David Washington, the guy from Black Landsman. John David Washington. Uh, Jack's showing I off mean, his skills again. Yeah, none of this really is, is, is new to this trailer. I'm just naming who's in it. But I also liked him in Black Landsman, and he looks like he'll be good in this. Um, it's also got Clements Palsy from the TV show Tunnel, which was pretty fun. Oh, and Aaron Taylor Johnson's in it. I didn't notice that. Interesting. Yeah, it looks good. It looks trippy. It looks very um, inceptiony set pieces, and the fight choreography looks far better than hmm. other Christopher Nolan films, which is where he usually falls flat because he insists on directing everything himself, even if it's a weak point for him. So, hopefully, that's good. It looks like it will be good. I didn't actually. Uh, I didn't know that he did that. I didn't. That makes sense. <laughs> what he he directs everything. Yeah, it makes it's, sense um, about the fight scenes. Often considered the weakest part of the Dark Knight franchise is any fight scene because it's like Batman's not that good at fighting. <laughs> He's just a bit of a um, a brawler. The one that um, yeah. springs to mind is when he goes up against Bane. 
that's exactly the one people mention. He's he's really slow. Yeah. And bulky and like just looks kind of out of breath. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but this this looks like potentially an improvement on that, which is exciting. And yeah, it looks ridiculously trippy, like all Nolan films. Yes. Um. I think either John David Washington or Robert Pattinson. I think it was Robert Pattinson said that like none of the cast understood the script for a long, long time, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I do love a bit of Nolan, bit of a Christopher Nolan fanboy us. So, hit me. That's all I've got for news. You're done with news. So you know yep. what that means. You know what that means, James. It's time for an advert that we might have, or probably won't have, for this particular episode. So enjoy the Who advert knows? if there is one. Tell me, okay, tell me, Jack. There's a, there's a, there's a. I watched a series last week. Oh. And I'm desperate to talk to you about it. Um, but if you got something on your chest that you want to talk about first, please do. Talk to me about your series first. Because okay. your son's much more desperate. I have actually not told you about this so that I can talk to you in this podcast, okay? That's what we do now. It's only business. So this is the the shittest name. One of the like the worst sounding shows I've ever heard of. Yeah. But man, it's good. It's called Devs. Have you heard of Devs? It rings a bell. Uh, no, it doesn't ring a bell. I haven't heard of this. So, it's got Nick Offerman in it. I love Nick Offerman. Devs is about, and it does go off to crazy levels, uh, to mm. crazy places. Um, sorry, pardon me. Oh, oh, yawning. Are you? Are we boring you? It was like a yawn and a burp at the same time, that one. Um, <laughs> so, it's it's cool. It, it takes place in the near future, at least. Yeah. That's the assumption, doesn't actually say. Um, yeah. And it takes place in, like, a very trendy um, tech company, like a very modern uh, tech company in San Francisco, okay. you know. Silicon Valley. That Silicon Valley. Thing, yeah. Um, and... They're a quantum computer tech company, Ooh. and they. This is basically it's set in the future, so that um, quantum computers are are now a thing. Like it's not like yeah. um, it, it's not bleeding edge. There's there's quite you know it's not consumer. Consumers don't have it yet, but yeah. a lot of there's a lot of competing um, quantum computer tech companies, and, and yeah. they use it for like encryption and you know lots of things. They have different departments. Yeah. Um, and there's a one of the characters that we're following gets a promotion and he becomes a dev. Um, he works in the devs um, building, which is basically a really super duper 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 top secret building. Uh, in um, I think the company's called Amaya, um, mm. and even the government. Have, aren't allowed like they, he he will not let anyone in there. It is top secret. Yeah. Um. And it's it's about what is in that room. It's about what they're working on. 
Mm. And it's really, really good. <laughs> and it, it's like... The, it looks good. I'm reading the, uh, the synopsis and it sounds very good. It's mind-blowing. Yeah. It's... Although it's like you can tell... It's, it's, it's one of those kind of like... Um, you don't know what sort of budget it is because it's obviously low budget but they've done a yeah. bloody amazing job with the money they've got basically sort yeah. of thing so it has that kind of vibe but it's kind of it's it's profound I think is the word it, it's it's an incredibly profound show um, and you you at the end of each episode it kind of changes everything like each mm. time you're like Oh, ooh! Like I twist. did not see that coming. Yeah, pretty much every episode. That's pretty um, hype. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty much mind blowing. I I loved it. I absolutely yeah. loved it. I can't. It, yeah, it it does sound very interesting. Very conspiracy thrillery sort of thing. Um. Yeah, it's interesting because although there are elements of it being a conspiracy thriller. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a conspiracy thr- thriller at all. It's, I would say it's more, it's just, it's like heavy sci-fi really. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Definitely makes you think and it makes you quite uncomfortable. It's mm. good. It's really good. I, it's really frustrating. I really want to watch it now because I want to. Yeah, I, I want to like. It looks interesting. Get your opinion on it. Uh, yeah, but yeah. completely. I'd never heard of it before, particularly. Mm. Can't help but think that part of that is because of the ter- absolutely terrible name of the show. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a comedy based on Dev. Yeah, I don't know why. Devs. Oh, that's just mm. ugh. Interesting. Uh, one of the executive producers is also Alex Garland, who directed Ex Machina and Annihilation. Um, that feel, it feels very up his street. I read a little thing about um, that after I watched the show, and Ex Machina and Devs are actually quite closely linked. Oh yeah, as in like in universe sort of thing. Um, thematically, um, yeah. I don't think he. I mean, he doesn't say that they're in the same universe, but yeah. obviously, the nature of Ex Machina, it's kind of like it really could be any in any universe. <laughs> it's not. It's quite yeah. confined, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah, and Alex Garland also directs and writes every episode. I like that. Then it's it's kind of one guy's vision that can often go in its favour. So I truly, truly recommend that. Yeah, I think I will look into that. I love a bit of Nick Offerman, and him being in a more serious role could be cool. I think he's brilliant, actually. I think he yeah. nails his character in this show. Yeah, he's great in, in uh, Parks and Rec. You should definitely watch that. I should. That's all I know him from. Yeah, and like uh, we're the Millers. <laughs> He was in oh, Bad yeah. Times at the El Royale extremely briefly at the beginning. Little cameo. I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. Good times. 
Well, add that to the list. What you say? Uh, what have I been watching? Yeah, I've got a weird one that Ooh. I'm going to talk about. It's reality television. <laughs> a bit new for us. It's a show called SAS. Who dares wins? <laughs> So, my mum watches this, and she's been trying to get me to watch it, saying it's great and stuff, and I'm just like, eh, can't be asked. But I watched, literally, only the last episode of the recent series, which was a celebrity series, okay. and it was far better than I was expecting it to be. Hmm. It was actually really, really great. Um, the final episode, so they do all different stuff. Do you know the, the, the rough uh, synopsis of the show? It's five actual actual SAS guys um, basically run normal people through like boot camp and do all different SAS related training and tasks mm-hmm. and then at the end they say if they would actually let anyone in they gradually remove people oh, from wow. the show um, and at the end they might not let anyone in they might say none of you are good enough and just send everyone home or they might say to a few people you, you'd, you'd all be good enough sort of thing yeah um so there was quite a few celebrities. There was uh, the guy from Rudimental, whose name I forget. <laughs> um, Joey Essex, uh, <laughs> Paralympian. What was her name? I've actually got it here. Lauren Stedman. Uh, some like Corey stars presenters. Apparently, Katie Price was in at the beginning and left immediately. <laughs> interesting. Um, which is very interesting. So yeah, the episode I saw was basically torture training. It's what to do if you get captured by the enemy. And it was hilariously intense. <laughs> I cannot believe how far they went. Obviously, there's always elements of it is reality TV. Yeah. You don't know how much of it is actually real. But it it heavily gives you the impression that they've been awake for like 23 hours, just blaring horrible noises and music through earphones. <sighs> they've barely had anything to eat. And they've just given them like a tiny amount of water to drink. Whoa. And they're just, like, psychologically torturing them, like, just yelling at them and stuff. There's a bit near the end where they're, um, they're standing outside, shivering, like, they're so cold, and they're just spraying them, blasting them with freezing cold water, and just shouting them, calling them awful names that I'm not even going to repeat on here. And, like, you can see that they're, they're, they're really cold, like, they're not acting. Whoa. Uh, most of them aren't actors. And it's just like this is intense. It's crazy. And they've given they've given them like a fake cover story, and they're saying like the the, the point is they have to reveal their story at some point. They've just got to know when to do it. Um, what do you mean? And so at the beginning, they've got to not reveal their story. Obviously, you don't want to tell the enemy your yeah. story. But it gets to a point where they know enough that they know that they're all lying and they need to reveal their stories. And if they don't, they kick them out of the show and say, you would have been killed, basically. Whoa. Um, How in- oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, it's insane. Um, Joey Essex just doesn't really get it. He just doesn't say a single thing. And they're like, we obviously know you're lying. These other people have told us things, so you need to tell us more information. And he just won't say anything. And they're, like, getting right up in his face, calling him horrible names and stuff. And in the end, he just walks out because he's like, I've had enough of this. And then, obviously, they, like, kick him off the show. Like, oh, you did good, blah, blah, blah. But he's sitting there, like, really tense, like, shaking. He's so angry. He's really trying not to hit anyone. 
and they're like calm down breathe calm down and he's just so angry and then like they have the little talk about him leaving blah 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 and he walks off and then he just starts like he just bursts into tears and it's like oh my god (laughs) like that sounds like a them so much that sounds like a really good show yeah, and they Man. go into this other room and there's just like a table of sandwiches and they're just scoffing these sandwiches down as fast as they can. Like, they're so hungry. Whoa. It's like, oh my god. Um, it's it's pretty top quality reality wow. TV. Just just torturing people, basically. It, and it, the winners it, of that series were the Paralympian and Rudimental. Uh, the Paralympian, she was fine. She didn't she didn't break at all throughout the entire show supposedly she was fine in the final episode and rudimental was clearly like on the edge of his rope he burst into tears when they told him he'd won wow it's great (laughs) wow so what i love it it's the logic of so surely as soon as you tell the enemy the truth they kill you anyway right i don't I mean, they give the impression that that isn't what happens in real life. That if you're cooperative enough, you've got to, like, drip feed them information. That's what they say. It's, like, about finding the balance where you've got to give them enough that you're useful, but not enough that they just murder you, basically. Um, I don't know. Maybe there are situations where they would release you if you'd helped them enough. I don't know that much, Jamie. So I just like seeing the people get no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm down with freezing water. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like an interesting show. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, um, some fun schlock right there. Hmm. What we've we been playing, Jamie. Um. So, <laughs> I'm I'm currently having to remind myself. I had a game. I, I'm, I've done a bad job. Usually, I have a nice list in front of me. Yeah, I'm, I'm real ready for you. Okay, I, I can tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you a little bit of what I've been, I've been playing. Yeah. Um. I've been playing just briefly a, a small game. Yeah. Found on Reddit. Um. Really, really cool, cool sounding guy. Um. It's called um, View from Below. Yeah. Um, super, super tiny game. Um, apparently, completely unheard of based on uh, the Steam, the number of Steam reviews there are. Oh yeah. But like, I'm, I'm surprised. I, mm. I think it's actually pretty decent. I'm. Mm. I, there are, there are like some, absolutely dreadful games on steam that yeah they get they get terrible reviews but loads of people buy it yeah. this game it's just pretty good is um, this just just confirmed this is the undertale undertale-esque clone it is you did a video on it yeah. is so it's it's like it is undertale it, it like the game starts off and it's like scene by scene a clone of Undertale. Like they don't even, <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's not subtle about it. Yeah. But the game does actually, um, relatively quickly start to become its own thing. Yeah. Um, like the combats, there's no like in Undertale you can talk talk monsters out of battling you. Yeah. Um, in this game you can't do that. But okay. 
in return though the the battle system's a lot deeper there's a lot more okay. to it than undertale that's cool um, i said you know it's still a it's still a simple game and you know undertale's a very simple game yeah um, this is still a simple game but um it still warrants its own existence yeah. the, the the overworld whilst the the monster design and the the, the monster design is like uh pretty safe compared to the like completely bizarre stuff in undertale yeah um it's like well very well done the overworld's really pretty i think oh yeah um, it's actually a lot better than undertale mm. uh it's just quite it's just quite a pleasant surprise really i wasn't I wasn't sure what to expect. It looked kind of cool from the trailer, and it, I was really so it's surprised. Nice to find a hidden gem. Yeah, oh, it's like a genuine uh, hidden gem here. Like, I really, mm. uh, I really expected it to be like, I don't know. I, I didn't. I not bad. It looked really good from the trailer. I was expecting it to uh, to to be way more popular. I guess I should say, yeah, than it actually is. Hmm. So yeah, pretty cool. Very nice. Um. I've also, <laughs> this isn't a game, but, uh, interesting, but I've been, I've been playing, I've been playing around with, um, Steam remote play Ooh. and like kind of blowing my mind a bit. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, I, I, last week, I think it was, or maybe the week before I mm. mentioned how I played Man of Medan and I streamed it to my TV. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. Um, yeah. I, I gave it a go streaming to my phone as well through 4G. Yeah. And it worked. It was really hmm. good. Yeah. Like, hmm. <laughs> it's just, it got me thinking, like, if I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't play a game like that on my phone because it was just a bit too small for me. Yeah. But if I got, you know, if you got like a relatively cheap tablet, mm. um, and then hook it up with like a like a Bluetooth keyboard or mouse. Mm. You've got like a pretty damn decent uh, portable portable system there. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Like I was surprised by how playable it was actually. Yeah. Um, like I was playing Tomb Raider on it, and it's like mm. there was definitely input lag. Uh, yeah. but it wasn't. It, it wasn't unplayable at all. It was actually pretty. It was pretty decent. That's solid. Yeah. Yeah. You could go to Times Square and you could beam it onto one of the massive screens. How amazing would that be? <laughs> oh, Actually, you couldn't, though, because the... Um, have you seen, like, how horrendous the um, input latency on, and also the, uh, the frame rate of those screens are? Like, you'd never, oh, you'd never be able to play You're telling me that isn't a viable option? <laughs> You can play it in the cinema. That'd be pretty tight. What about you? Let's do that. Um, I'm going to briefly say that I've still been playing Spider-Man, which I know I talked about last week, but it's so, so good, and I really want you to get it, even though I know you won't. (laughs) Um, It's so good. It's really good. I... I kind of thought I was near the end and I was a bit bummed out about that because I kind of I kind of went through the motions of there's a new villain 
Uh, there's some attacks, blah, blah, blah. Kind of a mystery around it. It's revealed who the villain is. Uh, you thought he was a good guy, but now he's a bad guy. Uh, you try and kind of bring him back to the good side. You catch him. Send him away. More attacks and stuff, blah, blah, blah. Game's done. Mm-hmm. But then, there's suddenly like... Oh, no, that was just like the opening act. Now that's like the main story. <laughs> like, oh, wow. There's, there's quite a bit more coming. And... I hope at least there's a lot more coming. It's a really weird story structure for a game, hmm. um, but I'm loving it. And it was a really, a really cool surprise. What happened? I loved it a lot. I'm glad I didn't. I have. I'm, I'm glad I've avoided looking into this game at all for the past like five years because <laughs> it's all been a cool surprise. Um, I won't tell you what any of the kind of story spoilers are. It's stuff I was also expecting to happen, but I was increasingly thinking maybe this is just going to be a tiny side mission or. DLC or set up for a sequel or something, but then yep. it's like, oh no, it's happening in this game. That's that's cool. It's really good. I'm loving it a lot. Um, one thing I'm really hoping for, which hasn't happened yet, you play as Miles Morales, as just normal 15 year old teenager Miles Morales. Yeah. I'm really hoping we see a um, Miles Morales origin story where he gets powers in this game, but that, that might be too much to ask for. But I would you love know, it if that happens, and if you can team up with him, that'd be really cool. I feel like that's going to happen, isn't it? I hope. I, I, that sounds like that sounds pretty likely, I say. There's three DLCs, which I'm pretty convinced I'm going to end up buying after mm. I finish the game. It's a lot of fun. It really... It really... It manages really well. Or I mean, it doesn't. I guess it's me doing it, but the, the kind of... Um, pacing between the side missions and the main mission i always struggle with that in games where i'll either leave the main story for ages and ages and just never do it like i always do <laughs> up with skyrim because there's so yeah. much other stuff to do um or i just blaze through the main story and then i've got all these side missions to do which i always do in like the batman arkham games but i've really managed to kind of balance them very well and i feel like the game's kind of partly responsible for that because i think it just does a good job at keeping the side missions interesting enough but not too long that you kind of get dragged away from the main story and they're kind of dotted around the map in a in a good way it's good I'm loving it that's cool uh, yeah. uh, it's interesting you said about Batman because I, I think um, Batman is debatable really but I feel like I had more fun with the side missions than I did with the main game that's interesting because I would say the opposite Interesting. Okay, I I wasn't Uh, wasn't too fussed about Batman overall, actually. Which one? I've only played Arkham City, actually. That's interesting because that's a hot take that I've never heard. I love the Arkham games, although Arkham Knight, um, just as everyone always says, far too focused on the Batmobile. Which massively, massively... It felt like a far worse game because Ouch. of that. Um, Arkham City, I do I do love the side missions. In fact, I would probably agree with you that I think the side missions themselves are probably more fun than the main missions. But I just love the story and the characters in Arkham City. Like, when I'm playing it, I just want to get to the, those next bits. So I, I think I always just blaze through the story. Obviously, the characters and stuff are awesome. The world's awesome. I 
and, and even the gameplay that I thought was awesome, very unique. Mm. But I mean, the combat wasn't, but the the stealth bits were. Mm. Um, I mean, the free flow combat was pretty pretty was innovative. There was something about Arkham. it. It was something about it for me. It felt a bit. Uh, it was definitely Struggling over too here. soon for me. Yeah, it, it was a lot shorter than Arkham Asylum. And it wasn't... Uh, I don't want to say... I guess it just wasn't what I was expecting it to be. It wasn't as Fair. open as I was expecting it to be. Um, which is I fine. Always... Like I don't. There's nothing wrong with linear, more linear games, but yeah, I think I was expecting it to be uh, more open than it was. Yeah, um, it's actually quite. It's actually quite small. Like in terms of, you're quite restricted where you go. I think. Yeah, a little bit. I I, I always thought I preferred Arkham City to Arkham Asylum, but after replaying them recently, I realised mm. I do prefer Arkham Asylum. It's still a really great game. I absolutely love the whole like. I guess you'd call it the first act of Arkham City. I just think there's so many phenomenal moments. It's really good. Oh, there, there's no doubt. I've I've got some like that that game has some intensely good scenes in it, like yeah. individual scenes that yeah. I remember very very clearly. So I mean, Mark Mark Hamill's Joker will always be one of my favorites. Mark okay, Hamill's Joker is fantastic. Yeah. Just when, when <laughs> my, my favorite bit when Batman says, "So it was all a lie. There's nothing wrong with you," and then he says, "Oh, you of all people should know that's plenty wrong with me." Mm. And he like leans into the camera and you see his messed up face. Okay, you know you know the worst thing about 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 Arkham um, Arkham Knight. Gone. Um, this is potentially a continuation of a conversation we were having about fan theories, um, kind of somewhat ruining actual things so at the end of arkham city don't know if you remember this you're fighting with Clayface. yep do you remember that remember that um i I remember the game quite well to be fair you have the antidote for the disease in your hand Mm -hmm. and then you get knocked out and batman passes out and then he wakes up and the antidote is in the other hand and then you like fight joker again and then you drop it and it smashes on the ground and joker dies yeah. So there was a fan theory going around that the Joker had taken the antidote, put it back in your wrong hand, and then at the end that was Clayface who died and he'd switched out and the Joker was still alive. Yeah. And I thought that makes perfect sense. Like I, I I'm not a big fan of um twists where you think characters die but they're actually still alive. Mm-hmm. But I thought, no, that that's really reasonable. I mean, it that seems like Joker a as well, glaring it? thing that it's in his wrong hand. Like it seems like it could be an obvious setup. And also it's something the Joker would do and it'd be a cool reveal. To the point where I was so convinced it was gonna happen and then it didn't. They just they just put the antidote in Batman's wrong hand when he wakes up. I was like, no Oh no. What happened then? Because I thought Joker comes back in the third one, does he? No, I don't think he does. Does he not? Does oh, he? I, mean, I haven't played it, so... I mean, now I've got to Google that, because you're throwing me off, but I'm pretty certain he doesn't. Oh, I must be wrong, then. No, um, the third one is, is just... Oh, okay, he's dead. He is actually dead, yeah. Yeah. He threw me off, then. I was like, wait, did the fan theory come true? And I just 
Although it's cool, I do actually quite like how they just kill the Joker. I do like that, but I just... I think it would have been better if they'd killed him at the end of the third one. Sure. Um, It would have been kind of cool to see the Joker kind of interacting with the Arkham Knight. Or manipulating him in-game. Who is the um, Arkham Knight? Is it is it Robin? It's it's one of the old Robins. Is it right, Tim yeah. Drake? I can't remember which one. I, I, I haven't actually Drake. played it, but I I did Spoilers like this for Arkham really Knight. <laughs> Too late. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's it's pretty obvious to be honest. It's Robin. Um. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. I know that's one of those stupid things where it's like just someone makes a fan theory and he's like it must be true but this is like the singular case where I really had that I was like oh that's going to be it and it's going to be amazing and I think it in this case I think it would have been an improvement over what we got yeah I mean the main improvement would have been um, just making the game better having better world design not focusing so much on the Batmobile yeah I think uh, the, the Batman games just just well, the game I played just didn't didn't gel with me. And based on what I know of the other games, I think they're probably quite similar. Um, so I mean, I, I don't it's still it... one of my favourite trilogies, even with Arkham City disappointing me. Arkham, uh, yeah, Arkham Knight disappointing me, and Arkham Origins is really great as well. Yeah, I feel like that got um, shafted a bit for not being part Made of the true the true trilogy. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It, they, it, I've seen often seen them compared to Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy, which is a perfect comparison, I think. Yeah, I think, um, I think that makes sense, yeah. Although I do prefer Arkham Asylum to Arkham City, but I can see why you would prefer Arkham City to Arkham Asylum. Although I guess you might, you might prefer Batman Begins to Dark Knight. I just think that's not a very common opinion to have. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but yeah. That, that's, the, that's a lot more... Uh... <laughs> I think Dark Knight is widely accepted to be um, the best one, the pinnacle, yeah, or one of the greatest movies. One of the greatest movies of all time, <laughs> like full stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a great film! Which is why I'm excited for Tenet so much. Yeah, Christopher Nolan can do no Tenet. wrong. I'm also excited for the Batman. Yep. Should we go on to a little, uh, a little, a little discussion, James? Really, a quick little one. We could do a quick look at little one. What have you got in mind? So I saw earlier, Batman just related. just on the topic of of Batman and the Batman. Um, I saw earlier someone had made some concept art of Johnny Depp as the Joker, and right. um, in the new Batman film, it looks very cool. I thought I can see him in that role, especially now Hollywood has has accepted him yet again. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it said about there. There's been a few a few. Um, a few names have been thrown around about who could be cool ones. Willem Dafoe is a common one. Who, I mean, Willem Dafoe, he'd be a great Joker. He'd be, he could do a lot of Batman villains. Um, <sighs> he'd be a good Mad Hatter. I'd say Willem Dafoe, Riddler, maybe. I wouldn't want, it, I wouldn't want him to be Joker. You know. Yeah, I think you said this before. Did you say you would want him to be Mad Hatter? Well, I think Mad Hatter would be better for him. I yeah. kind of. I know, I know, it would go against a lot of the traits of the character, but I could see Penguin as well. You know, 
like an I alternative an alternative take on the penguin. Well, you know who's playing the penguin in this iteration of I the Batman? I can't remember. That's it's Colin Farrell, so it's going to be a very different interpretation of the penguin anyway. Very different. I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think they're giving him a, a bit of a bigger nose, but yeah. I mean, this this is definitely going for a more kind of gritty, realistic Batman. I mean, I know every iteration of Batman oh, is a different iteration. I'm but so excited for this. I'm actually excited. It, it's just it's just a twenty. A twenty-two, is it A twenty-four or A twenty-two? How have I forgotten that? I'm not gonna lie, I thought it was twenty-one. It's A twenty-four, so <laughs> I'm a clown because I love A twenty-four. But anyway, it, it just feels like A twenty-four is Batman. You've got Robin Pattinson as Batman. You've got Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Colin Farrell Penguin. Paul Dano Riddler. Andy Serkis as Alfred. Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. Peter Sarsgaard as Jill Coulson. You know John Turturro as Carmine Falcone. I really hope. I'm hype that they I kind of just want this to be a trilogy I want it to be good yeah and then I want them to make it into a trilogy yeah and then be done with it like they did with Christopher Nolan because that formula just seems to work perfectly I uh, half want that but at the same time I feel like I feel like you could do you could do so many Batman films with this I guess more indie cast and do something very different with it just as long as it's all good like I would love to see so many I mean Batman's got just the I best mean, rogue clearly, gallery clearly you could Jack, just do so many if, villains that we haven't seen on the big screen before obviously in really cool ways if they that's, if they could somehow guarantee the quality was the same throughout yeah I would I would have been happily watching Christopher Nolan's Batman, not like number nine, yeah. right now in the cinema. Yeah. Like that, that universe was amazing. Yeah, but it ended, it ended correctly. Like it, it didn't outstay its welcome. Yeah, I which like I think it probably would have. It, it would have done. It would have done because how mm. many times can a more realistic take of Batman? How many times can all yeah. these crazy world-ending things... Like, because the last one kind of was a crazy world-ending thing. It was a nuclear bomb. Yeah, it was It was pretty it's high like, stakes. You, you don't want to go too much higher. No. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, think, I think this one could go on longer just because it's a younger take on Batman. And I, I'm thinking more like the Marvel Cinematic Universe... Like, that's had a relatively consistent quality for a long time, and they've told a lot of stories with it. So I think you could do it. Obviously, I'm hoping this is going to be better than most, if not all, Marvel Cinematic Universe films, at least from a purely technical movie-making standpoint. Do you think Um, they will make this completely separate to the Joker, then? I think they will. Um, I think they should for sure. <laughs> I think there's a, a minimal chance they won't, but I, f- I don't think they would. I, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix has exp- expressed um, his disinterest in it being connected to anything else, any sequels or anything. Yeah. And I just feel, I, yeah, I feel like it would be its own thing. Just the people involved, um, I think it's going to be self-contained. I think DC are really just pushing self-contained stories. I think it might just be one film, and to be honest, I would be happy with that. It's just the enemy wanting loads of this. I actually think that the chances are it's going to be 
a one-off, a single. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think that will happen. Um, I just love the idea of of all these, all these really different, really talented cast members playing different Batman oh, villains I and don't, general Batman characters. I think it's really, really cool. Want it to be? I really don't want it to be one movie, man. Oh, that's such a shame because like they've got. Okay, I'm not being funny, but mm. I'm looking at the cast now. They, they, it definitely could be. Well, the only enemies are the Penguin and the Riddler. So and, like uh, Capone. What's that? Not Capone. I'm thinking of Al Capone. What's his name? Who's John Turturro playing? Carmine Falcone. Falcone. That's it. Yeah, but that's not. Okay. Well, but I can see how all these characters can be in a single movie. Mm. Whereas. But at the same time, they could do the same thing that they kind of did with the Christopher Nolan trilogy, mm. where like they kind of inter- interweaved. So you, there's no doubt that the Joker would have been in the third movie in some in some sense yeah, if it wasn't for, for what sure. happened, because um, the, the Scarecrow makes an appearance. Yeah, in I was going to say, Killian Murphy always comes back. Yeah, and it's great because it's like, oh, cool. We're we're like, it's not like. Um, villain of the week it's like yeah. no there's lasting consequences of this absolute madman yeah of, of course he's still 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 be around it's great yeah uh, yeah i just think the cast is genius paul dano's riddler i absolutely love that is um gonna be really good <laughs> yeah and just seeing that i just think oh man it, it really just gets you thinking who could play this person Another another name that's been thrown out there for the Joker is Macaulay Culkin. Now that is a creative one. That is a that is a bloody good shout, actually. Yeah. Hmm. But would you? I, I don't know how good an what... actor he is now, but yeah, exactly. I feel like I could totally see that, but at the same time, it might happen, and then, like. Yeah, we all find out. Oh, he's actually doesn't act anywhere near what we thought he was going to act like. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I mean, the the only thing I know Macaulay Culkin from is is Home Alone. I mean, he's he's been in other things. Do we? Oh, do was we in need, Uncle Buck, my Do we really stuff. need the Joker things. in this movie, though? Uh, I hope we don't have a Joker in this movie. I no. wouldn't mind there being ones in others. I think the villains they got at the moment is good. I, I think. Um, Falcone is going to be his his usual role seems to be he's the mob boss at the beginning mm-hmm. who's uh, kind of you know there's all this underlying corruption in Gotham that leads to Batman becoming Batman and he always takes down the mob bosses first like <laughs> Falcone and uh, Carmine or whatever his name is no he is what's the other mob boss Falcone and whatever the other guy is called Moroni or something can't remember um I think that'll be his role. He'll be like the gateway into villains. And then you'll start getting the more out there ones like Riddler and Penguin start emerging alongside Batman. Because Pe- Penguin is like a mob boss. Yeah. Basically, just incredibly extravagant. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not too out there as far as they go. No. I mean, Riddler's not really either. He's just kind of a crazy guy that does riddles but then his riddles no, are always so riddler, ridiculous I'll say riddler is pretty out there i mean yeah i guess he if is. we're ignoring supernatural 
That's that's uh, okay. Yeah, I meant in terms of like superpowers. Like you can do a realistic Riddler pretty easy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'd like, yeah, I'd love to. He, see... He's not a villain you would see in the real world. Okay, I've I've changed my mind a bit. I want to yeah. see as many films as it takes <laughs> to get all of the A-list Batman villains in, yeah. into a realistic setting. Yeah, because I there are big famous villains that weren't in the Christopher Nolan trilogy. Um, Poison Ivy, the Penguin, Poison Ivy would yeah. be so sick. I think because it yeah. would be like. It, it would. It wouldn't be some crazy plant lady with tentacles. It would be she just, would just like, be a bioterrorist. It'd be a bio- exactly, it'd be a bioterrorist. But like, she'd be Thanos. You could see. It, you could see them doing a really cool job with that. Yeah. And then like, I don't know. You know. Yeah, she you, would just. She would just be a crazed environmentalist that wants to take yeah. out humanity because we're destroying the planet. And I can see. And I can see like um. Um, they do like something silly like a like, cool nod to the comics like she dies mm. and like her skin turns like a slight uh, tinge of green or something like <laughs> I don't know I just I want to I want to see what they can do with, or, or like Solomon Grundy like how they're going to get him in I don't know like get all these crazy creative characters. ways around it yeah I mean yeah. Bane Bane is like totally crazy in the comics but they mm. completely changed him really uh, for yeah, he doesn't inject himself with venom, which they no. could have done. They could have made him just drugged up on steroids or something. Yeah, yeah. although the mask he wears, they kind of semi say that like it's like really clamped on. It kind of it mm. hurts so much that it's like making him more violent or something, don't they? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. You know, else I wouldn't massively mind. What's that? If they did go like supernatural with it, because we've, we've like never had that in a Batman film. <laughs> well, that's a complete no. lie. In the past twenty years, I'm obviously we didn't need any made nineties and prior. But no, I'm alright actually. You just want realis- realism. I do. I feel like Fair I've enough. got I've got my fill of that from Marvel. I that, I was kind of thinking that, but at the same time, like. I feel like I haven't got that with Batman. <laughs> I don't think they will. I mean, this is this is going to be a realistic Batman take, I'm certain. But I wouldn't mind a bit of... A slight bit. Give it some hokey-cokey science I mean, explanation. We've just had Justice League. And Suicide yeah, Squad. I don't, and I don't really, I don't Suicide really count Squad, they do powers. have, like, crazy, stupid powers. Yeah. Like the man who can climb anything. The, the most important character in that entire movie. And also Boomerang. Oh, man. Who I think, like, throws a boomerang once. What about... Oh, but he can take on um, metahumans because he yeah. got arrested by Flash. He lived to tell the tale. Because Flash doesn't kill people? What about Harley Quinn, otherwise known as Woman with Bat? Oh, this is going to turn into a Suicide Squad discussion, so let's stop there. No, I'm saying no, no, no. I won't, we won't talk about Suicide Squad in detail, no. but like we've had that. The I can't remember the name. The the witch, whatever. Enchantress. Um, she. That's that's like you can't get more supernatural than that. That's that's 
That was recent. Yeah, but that was terrible, and I want to see it done well. Exactly. I don't want to see it done, because it, it's terrible. It's not, it's not always terrible. They just did it bad. It could do it well. I've seen... Like, the Batman Arkham games, they're still dark and gritty, but they've got, they've got like, unrealistic superpowers. I, I get, I hear you, I hear you, and yeah. usually I'd be, like, totally with you on this argument, but yeah. I just don't want to see that right now. I kind of, I still, I still want realistic Batman. No, in fairness, I do kind of agree with you. I'm kind of just being um, argumentative for the sake of it. Devil's advocate. But yeah, I'm, I'm having a little debate, but I think it would be interesting to see that a bit different, but I do think it's immediately more immersive if the move if i can imagine that batman could exist in real life um mm-hmm. i feel like marvel got away with it by easing you in a bit like i know obviously iron man is unrealistic but it's at least um like science fiction rather than just straight up fantasy oh Mar- marvel's great because um and it doesn't take itself seriously obviously they, yeah like obviously they've gone into the, they've 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 definitely gone firmly into the realm of the magical now. But Yeah, but they didn't start with Doctor Strange and Guardians of the Galaxy. They started with Yeah, but like I mean, technically you could, you could look at all of the things and say, Well actually that's kind of technology. Yeah. Um or I think space. The only exception is really is Doctor Strange, which yeah. is pretty much one hundred percent magic. But Yeah. But that's okay though. Um I don't know. That that's Marvel, and that's what I expect and yeah want from that. Whereas Batman has such a good collection of villains that aren't magical. Mm. That and Batman himself isn't magical, mm. and I kind of like that. I, I kind of like it being a bit more grounded. It's I hear you. I hear you. And also, um, like fearing I like the idea for of his them... life as well. I I don't. I don't think I've... I'm pretty sure I've never feared for a single character's life in any Marvel movie, like, ever. <laughs> Whereas Batman, I mean, it's like... Maybe in, like, Endgame, but yeah. It's kind of like, all right, obviously they're not going to kill Batman within the first half an hour of the movie, but yeah, you are you are kind of watching it like, ooh, you know, he, he almost died there because he's just yeah. a guy. <laughs> yeah. He's just our pats. And yeah, I do like the idea of them kind of having creative workarounds of the unrealistic villains, trying to make them into a grounded, realistic setting. We got. I got. I can't remember any off the top of my head. Isn't there like a croc? Killer croc. That's it. Killer croc. Yeah. Oh no! Wait, that's 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 Spider Man, isn't it? No, Killer croc. He's, he's Killer Batman. Batman. You're yeah, thinking yeah, of I, the lizard. Yeah, he's Spider Man. Um. Yeah, Killer croc. I'm just trying to think of like. Um, how absurd it can get. It's like Killer Croc <laughs> could be like a. Um, um, that, that's another thing I'd, I'd quite like to see um, mm. is them having like meme characters. So have like Killer Croc, yeah. but it's like a throwaway like zookeeper character, and you like in the background or like some news bulletin, you see like this crazy like weird weird zookeeper who's been arrested and he calls himself Killer Croc, and you never see that. You never see him again. Yeah. It's just like confirmation that Killer Croc also exists in this universe. See, Killer Croc's one of those characters where he he heavily ranges. Sometimes he's just 
a strong man with a skin condition. In the sewers. And sometimes he's a 10-foot-tall crocodile. Like, yeah. in the comics, he goes he goes wildly different directions. So you could do him realistically. Um, I want to see Calendar Man. <laughs> do you know Calendar Man? I don't. So he he wears, like... He wears a costume that looks like just post-it notes with, with like you know there's like post-it note calendars where every day it's got yeah. the date and you peel it off to reveal the next day. He just kind of wears that and he's like <laughs> bold and has a cape and then he just does things on holidays like he'll blow up a like church on Christmas or something, just stuff like that man. and that's his whole thing like oh it's Easter, calendar man time You know the um, better villain don't you? Hit me Condiment King. Condiment King? <laughs> Condiment I mean, King is I, the best DC villain. I don't think you can top Condiment King. He's no. got to be up there. <laughs> like, he's, he's actual, like, full-on meme. Like, there's nothing, there's, there's nothing yeah, good about ridiculous. his character. He is just... Now, imagine... Because <laughs> the calendar man, he's just a terrorist, right? But yeah. Condiment King... Can you imagine Conduit King? Like, oh, I don't know. Like, in, Matt, in Matt Reeves' Batman. Like, Batman, okay, like, I'm just, Bruce I'm Wayne just saying, goes into, the like... The cookies a... are listening. I searched oh, no. Con and Condiment King is the first thing that came That's up. That's so funny. Um, that a bit weird, actually. Actually, granted, I am I do have three tabs open that are Batman-related, but still, oh. that's weird. <laughs> just... I just... Either, either have, like, a... Again, like... Uh, just this restaurant on the side that's called Condiment King. And yeah, yeah, what, that's a good shout. Like, um, yeah, that'd be really fun. Fun I just, Easter I, eggs. I, I just kind of, I just kind of, I, I, I live for stuff like that. I love, I love watching a movie and being like, just seeing a nod like that. Uh, yeah, Easter eggs. I think we need to end this podcast, Jack. We should dress as Condiment King for Comic Con. We should end you know, this that's podcast. Such a good. Can shout. I say? Can I say one quick thing about Calendar Man? Of course. In Arkham City, he was in a prison cell. I think in like the uh, the courthouse, and um, if you went to him on certain days of the year, he would give you special lines of dialogue related to it. <laughs> Pretty fun, huh? I think there was achievements related to it, and that sandbox. And this is Katana. She's got my back. <laughs>